And welcome to RT on TV. I'm Matt Mungle. Joining me, fellow Critics' Choice Film and TV member Susan Kamiop-Stevens from ThisChicksFlicks.com. Hey. All right. Well, definitely we're going to talk about The Bachelor, the latest episode of that, and uh, see if our top three list has changed at all. I think it will yes. have. Mm-hmm. Um, plus what we're watching. But before we get into that, there's a couple of things I want to – we mentioned last time. We I kind of went on a, a gripe session about this new Prime video ad thing they're doing now. Yeah. And – and as I noticed, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal, but I will say that newer seasons do have more ads. Like the one thing I watched was an older season of something and there was one little ad at the front and that was it. Yeah. So it was just that. Yeah. Yeah. But the more stuff I watched, they started putting like another ad, like halfway through for 30 seconds and then a mm-hmm. second ad break for 30 seconds. And I'm like, I don't know if they add more ads depending on what you're watching or how long you're watching. It's interesting. So did the newer stuff, you said, but like a newer thing had more ads? Yeah, like, you know, the because I was watching The Boys. Season one of The Boys had one little ad at the front. Yeah. Season two had like two ads in it. And then I was watching something else on Prime that's newer, newer. And it had like three ads, like three ad breaks. They're short breaks, but there's still three ad breaks in there. I hate them. I hate it so much. So are you on the fence of going to pay that $2.99 a month? I'm going to see. I'm on the fence of just not promoting anything from Prime Video. That's what I'm on the fence about. Because here's what it, here's something else that ticks me off. Mm-hmm. The commercials are all ads for Amazon products, like <laughs> signing up for Prime or how quick Amazon delivery is. I'm like, I have Prime, obviously. I already know this. So why are you taking up my time just to promote your own product? Like, I thought they were going to be maybe selling something to make. An av- a red, yeah, like some sponsors or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's all just selling Amazon content, and I'm like, this makes no sense. You're already charging us for Prime. Yeah. Now you're going to put your Prime commercials in our Prime video. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I wouldn't be as upset if it was actual ads, like if they were selling right. a product. I'd be like, all right, I get it. Yeah. But they're not even selling ads. They're just promoting their own product within Prime Video. It's so it's yeah. I, I wonder if anybody else is is they're going to get any backlash or if people like you will just pay it and be like, Here you well, go. they Here's caught us bucks. at a good time because we were literally about to, we had the last two episodes of Gen V and we were about mm-hmm. to start the second to last one. And that popped up and we were like, and see, I didn't know what it was. Like I was like thinking we were scarred from Hulu. Hulu had like a bajillion ads. Yes. Like you'd be, and it just, and I always hate it because it's like, I mean, I guess it'd be different with them, but well, no, probably not. But it's so obvious when a show, it wouldn't be during a commercial break. It would like, I don't like when ad breaks would be like, you can tell they just like cut off a scene. It's almost not like even, YouTube, like YouTube yeah, ads. It's like you're like, you're watching random. something mid fight or mid whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's, just like it's not even a clean break. It's just like, yeah. I hate that. That's what bothers me more. If it was a clean break, like when you watch TV and a commercial comes up, it's a little bit better. But when they do ads on streaming, it's like, it's like a freaking, I don't know. It's startling. It's just like, wow. It is. Yeah. It and is so very startling. Like yeah, it's, yeah, and it throws you off the. So no, we were like, we're we were pissed, but we were like, damn it! All right, fine, fine. Just let's yeah. watch the show. Yeah, and if it if it gets to the point where I'm watching more stuff on Prime, um, and and, and it gets more and more, like I'm just wondering if they're going to just start slowly creeping in more and more ads stuff like Hulu because you're right, Hulu is the worst. Mm-hmm. Hulu with ads is like 
I'd can't rather not it. even have anything. I can't do yeah. it. So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how they start poking things around and what they start putting it in there and how many ads. And if they're just trying to get people to buy the different streaming services. Like we also, through Prime, we get the PBS Masterpiece app through Prime, which we pay a little bit more for because we get all the Masterpiece stuff and all the BBC stuff, which is cool. I don't mind that. And there's no ads in there still. But so I don't know if there's anything on Prime I really want to push anymore. But anyway, yeah. the rant to say I was just upset because I noticed more and more that the ads they were putting in there were their own ads. And it was like, dude, yeah. you're just double whammying me. So uh-huh. making me pay for something and then make me watch stuff about you. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's very Kanye West of them. I just always that makes me think of the there was a stand up with Aziz Ansari where he's like, I was at Kanye West's house and everyone was sitting around and they were listening to his music and he was like, Man, these beats are dope about his own. So like he said that it's like these beats are dope. It's like, yeah. yeah. Right. That is very Kanye. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, so that's my little rant for the for the week, uh, and I'll probably be ranting about it again next time. But uh, yeah. yeah, Prime Video, man, they're they're falling down on the on the chain. They weren't up there high anyway. They, as I far know. as streaming services, they were like the the low end anyway. So now, you know what? You you you, you don't have the the Kahuna's. You're not a Netflix or a Disney say. Plus. I mean, you're Prime Video. You're lucky you're in the yeah. game at all. It's pretty ballsy of them to do that. Totally is. Totally is. And then something else that's totally on TV related. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I didn't know if you saw that the Oscars are adding a new category next year. Yes. Casting director or whatever, basically for casting. Yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, at first, okay. I wasn't sure what it was. I had to read it just to clarify what it was. And so it is essentially, it's an award for the people who cast for the film. Mm Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. As long as my main thing, my only concern, as long as they show all the awards on stage, because right now, because the Oscars currently are still showing every award in that three hours or whatever on stage, they've already had that backlash when they tried to do some during the red carpet. And then it was like pre-recorded and it looked like terrible. Mm -hmm. So that's the main thing. Don't. When you start, and I, this is a qualm I have with our show, when you start deciding which award deserves to be on the live broadcast and belittling a certain one and making one less valuable than the other, then I get mad. All right. the awards need to be shown. Yes, I agree so, 100%. Yeah. And, and, I've, and I have pushed for the, as a lot of people have, I'm not saying I'm the proponent for it, but I have always pushed for casting mm-hmm. only because, as, as you know, but listeners might not know, casting is the only credit giving before a movie that's not given an Oscar category. Every credit that's shown as the movie is opening is eligible for an Oscar, but they always show the CSA casting person, and they're the only one shown that's never been available for an Oscar. So Mm -hmm. it only made sense that they would add it eventually. And and that's a huge part. I mean, a lot of movies are made. Granted, a lot of roles could be played by anybody, but a lot of times casting, man, it's just so valuable in that you have to have an eye to know who's going to fit this part the best and work with the director and work with the production and everything else. So, no, for sure. It's definitely a um, category that's or a credit that's been taken for granted and deserves uh, recognition. So, yeah. I'm happy for it. Yeah. I don't think next would be stuntmen, but they have their own little show. So, <laughs> stuntmen get um, a SAG. 
But they yeah. Do. They do, yeah. for sure. All right, well, we're going to jump into The Bachelor, I promise, here in a second. But uh, first of all, is there anything else you're watching yes. as we get into the, the, I don't know, late part of winter, yeah. spring? What's on your list? Surprisingly, I feel like I'm watching more. Obviously, still The Bachelor and Drag Race. And then Trevor and I finished Gen V, as we talked about. And then uh, we started What If, the animated Disney Plus series. Again, I definitely watch that more for him. I don't mind it, but the I realize it does. It feels very kitty. It feels like a like a kid version. I mean, it's it's fine. Like I wouldn't mind watching it, but it's just I, every time I'm watching, I'm like I would rather be watching something else. But you know, it's nine episodes and they're thirty minutes, so we'll get through it. And they're not bad. Some are better than others. Uh, the animation definitely improved this season. I can tell they got more funding, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's all right. I mean, I think it's creative what they, you know, take from the actual Avengers plots and stuff like that. But right. it's, you know, that's what we're watching together until I think the next thing he and I will watch together is American Horror Stories, where it's like the one-off in each episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was very curious about that when it came oh. out. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. want to know what you thought. Yeah. Well, we watched the first two seasons. I think they're in season three, I believe. I don't know if it was one season or two. I can't remember now, but it's good. I, I actually like it because sometimes I feel like American horror story should just be a lot shorter. So mm-hmm. I like that these are like, it kind of reminds me like a very, very adult version of, are you afraid of the dark? If you ever watched that as a, kid mm-hmm. or younger i mean it was my generation as a child but um it was on nickelodeon and it was like kids telling a horror story around a campfire oh, but nice. like as a kid they were scary stuff <laughs> like it was like i can't believe they're showing this on nickelodeon it was good that was back like prime television uh kid content or whatever there right. but american horror stories is obviously like I emphasize the stories because I don't want people to get confused with story. Um, But that's like, it's, it's like a, to me can give a better story when you keep it shorter and concise and things like that. So it's pretty good. And then I'm watching on my own superstore, uh, six episodes in hilarious. Love it. It's a funny show. It's a funny show. Um, definitely into it. I'm already loving the chemistry between America Ferreira's character and I forget the actor's name, but he plays Jonah in the show. They've got really good, like, I like where that's headed. Uh, but it's funny. It's my, I wanted something lighthearted. Um, cause I, I think I talked about this last time I watched Schmigadoon and then, um, and I think, uh, also Netflix released this mini series called One Day. Um, it's like a romantic thing that I know I'll totally eat up. So I'll probably watch that in the midst of Superstore, but um, later, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a good, that's a good balance of stuff to watch right there. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm like, it's picking up. For real. Yeah. Well, well, um, I think as as I mentioned, I, because of Gen V, I went back and started watching the boys because I never, Mm -hmm. I started it, but didn't really get into it. So I pretty much quickly binged season one and two. I'm going to probably hold off on season three until it get closer to season four um, right. for the boys. Plus the fact that I'm ticked off at Prime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, than, but you, I know, I know. I hope you yeah. liked it. I mean, I did, season yeah. one and two, I mean, you watched it very fast, so you must have really liked it. It was very engaging. I was really pleased with, and you and I talked offline, 
mm-hmm. about the acting and just some of the performances, especially as much as you hate Homelander. Man, mm-hmm. there's some powerful stuff in there and some great writing and, you know, it's tongue in cheek a lot. I mean, some of the gore comes out of nowhere and you're like, holy cow. I know. Uh, the gore, oh, that. gosh. Yeah. But, uh, but it was really well done. I can see why it's being uh, touted as it is. So I'm excited for season three as well as we get prepared for season four, especially since season four is going to fall on the end of Gen V, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, because of the uh, one of our award shows coming up and some things I need to watch, I started watching Twisted Metal on Peacock, uh, little 30-minute episodes. It's based on the Sony PlayStation game uh, with Anthony Mackie and what's her name? Stephanie Beatrice. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was from um, the 911, I think is what she's from, Brooklyn 9199. Oh, or, Brooklyn 999 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's really, really funny. I mean, it's like a mix of... Uh, Mad Max meets just just comedy. Uh, Anthony Mackie is so funny in this. He plays this guy called the Milkman. It's post-apocalyptic, and he's he, his job is to carry stuff from these sanctuary cities back and forth across a United States that's just populated with uh, just horrible people. <laughs> it's like it's dangerous. <laughs> and so that's his job is to go pick something up and deliver it. And uh, it's just like, so now he's on this season, he's on the road from San Francisco to Chicago. And each episode, they just meet up with these rando people mm-hmm. and he has to do these little side jobs. And it's so funny. It's so witty. And it's like little 28 minute episodes, 20 to 30 minute episodes. So you can knock them out really quick. And I was really surprised. I didn't know what it was going into it. I was like, eh, this is going to be kind of cheesy, but man, Mad Max fans, especially some of the later <laughs> shows, movies will, would love that. So we're watching that. Um, watching Hulu, we're watching The Floor, which is a random little game show that my son likes. So we watch it as a family, which we're all big game show people. It's kind of fun. Uh, Rob Lowe hosts it. So it's just, it's just fun. Trivia. It's a trivia yeah. show. Uh, we're watching Next Level Chef. That just kicked off with Gordon Ramsay and his team. Mm-hmm. And Farmer Wants a Wife. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's like, you know, the well, the great value version of The Bachelor, I guess. You I know. Say. That's a good compare. A great value. Because I was going to ask you, as you're watching simultaneously, as you're watching The Bachelor and Farmer Wants a Wife, what's like pulling you in more? What are you thinking? Uh, it's just different. What's, what's cool about the the farmer wants a wife is you're taking these women, some of them from New York, some of them from the big city, from all over, and you put them. They have to go to the farm and live on this farm and work the farm. So mm-hmm. you immediately find out if they're going to be able to because that's a that's a lifestyle adjustment. So mm-hmm. not only are they trying to hook up romantically and see if it's a good fit, but are they going to like farm life? And so that's kind of the dynamic of that when they have to do little, you know chores and things like that. And there's little competitions. And it's also good because, you know, when you people go on The Bachelor like Joey, he Mm -hmm. goes there knowing what to expect. I mean, this is a guy that's, he's a tennis coach. He's good with women. Most of these farmers never have dated or if they have dated, they haven't dated in years. Really? Okay. One one this season is, is, you know, he's divorced, but he's trying to get back. And so they're really just nervous and anxious. They don't really know how to talk to women. And it's so, that's kind of endearing about it a little bit too. Is and this is authentic just, or does it feel scripted? Uh, it feels pretty authentic. Um, you can okay. tell from the farmer side of it, like some of the stuff that they make them do is probably a little bit scripted, uh, mm-hmm. but they just go about their daily chores. But yeah, the, the guys that are on there, the farmers really do feel authentic. They feel, I feel like they're being very vulnerable. A lot of them trying to come out of their shell. I mean, the first couple of dates, I mean, they don't even know what to say. They're just kind of sitting there. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's kind of almost a reverse where the women that are on the show are actually more 
confident and more outgoing than the the actual bachelors. <laughs> so it's kind of a yeah. little reverse there. So, but it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. And like I said, one of the guys this year or this season is from my little tiny hometown back in the Boot Hill of Missouri. So mm. it's kind of interesting to see that area. Uh, I even yeah. texted my mom and some of my family. I'm like, hey, you guys know this guy? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we uh, we've been following him and. Like, yeah, we see them around, you know, the town and stuff. So it's kind of Oh, fun. wow. But, yeah. So I'm anxious to see how that turns out. But I feel for the girl because whoever would want to move back there. Sorry. Sorry. Anybody listen to this? Well, I, I couldn't live. A, that that would be my. There was one season of The Bachelor, by the way, where we had Farmer Chris, like Chris um, Lowell's or something like that. He mm-hmm. was uh, a farmer and they milked that. And it was like, who would really want to go to Idaho and live on his farm and all this stuff? And obviously he picked a girl and they didn't last. So, I mean, yeah. he was cute. He seemed like a nice, boring guy, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit it off with the farmer. I know that for sure. Yeah. That, that's uh, a different world. It's a different, I mean, cause yeah. I mean, they take them back to their house and you know, this guy's got like mounted fish and I mean, I know people hunt <laughs> and stuff. I know that's, that's not my world, but there's a lot of people that's their world, it's but mine. it's like, man, they, it's like, there's no, they went back to this one guy's house. And he hadn't even, he still lives in his parents' home where he grew up, not with his parents, but in the home. And right. he still got all of the pictures that they had on the wall, like of him growing up. So it's just, it's like, there's no fashions. It's just, it's just a different world, man. It is, yeah. it is so different. So Mm-mm. yeah, I could see that would be very tough. I mean, one of the places, um, the guy said he's like two hours from the nearest town or nearest yeah. city. And so you're really, you really have to just be wanting to live off, off the grid sort of, but yeah. No. So kind of got off on that a little bit, but uh, that's kind of what we're watching um, no. along with The Bachelor. Yes. So it's a good tie in. Uh, so uh, you and I are texting offline, usually watch The Bachelor Monday night when it comes out. I mm-hmm. try to catch it Tuesday morning and then we'll have these convos. I feel like, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like you were a little, not upset, but I kind of... I don't know. Like I was pushing a little bit and I think you were getting a little, I was feeling a little animosity about some things I was saying about certain women. And you were like, like I was maybe taking up for one more than I should. Maybe I was reading too much into the text. No, I just didn't want you to like dislike the season because of this. Cause I was like, I, I don't, I'm, I told you I'm on Maria's side right now. And actually this last episode I liked Maria, so that wasn't it. But you're like, I almost can't watch this because I'm getting so bothered by the drama and all this. And I was like, first of all, this is nothing drama. And I didn't want to discredit from the season because I think starting with Jared, no, Zach's, I think Zach's season, they've been trying to do a turning point of where they stopped, like, because they were bad about it. They were really bad the last couple of seasons before Zach's where they were just focusing on drama and we didn't know the women or the guys, mm-hmm. nothing. There was no love stories. By the end, it's like you didn't feel the love story until all of a sudden you get to hometowns and you're like, who are these people? I don't even know. Right. And so I, I don't want to discredit what the show has done, which is highlight more of the love stories they're picking better leads like they're picking leads who seem very intentional and genuine like again zach and charity who are still with their picks and i think joey's one of possibly the best bachelors we've ever had so far i mean we'll see it's early it's been three episodes but right Right. now and i just didn't want i was like 
when you were saying, I was like, oh my God, like don't discredit the season for this tiny little drama that does not overshadow all these wonderful love stories we've seen, especially because I'm certain that this week, since they're doing a two night special, Sydney will be gone. Like she will be gone. There's no way. No, he likes Maria so much that that drama is about to get squashed. Now, it may be on Tuesday night. It's possible because they want to because though we want though the drama is annoying, you want a little bit of drama for entertainment at this point in the thing. But you don't want it to overshadow. And I didn't think it overshadowed. So when you were saying, like, I almost can't watch it, I was like, seriously, like this is especially because I have seen. I've seen drama where I'm like, I can barely watch it on that show. Yeah. That, and that's fair. And that's fair. I think I was just a, a little, I was just over it. Like granted, I'm going to keep watching. And I agree with you 100%. Uh, Love joy. Um, we, we found on the golden bachelor, what it means to really listen and be engaged. And I think he's doing that uh, mm-hmm. this season. The, he has so many strong females in there. It's, it's great for that. And and I think because Joey is so great and the women mm-hmm. is so are so great, I think that's what bothered me about the drama more. Because in some seasons, it's like, oh yeah, the drama's there because there's not a lot of meat on the bone everywhere else. Right. But I don't want the drama to steal away from maybe for people who've watched it for the first time and they miss out on how great Joey and the women are. So I just right. I just want them I don't want the producers to drag this out. I don't want them to use it that way because I mean, they, they, they will. And you know, producers, Mm -hmm. you know how they are. They're going to milk it. You're absolutely right. They're going to milk it. Like, I think again, as long as each episode still focuses more on the love stories, they're going to sprinkle it in. It looks like they tease it. It looks like Maria's going to get in some drama with Jess next week. And I'm sure Sydney's still an issue, but they also tease a two on one with Sydney and Maria, which I have no doubt he's going to pick Maria. Um, but I think they'll do, I, I have a feeling they're purposely picking these back to back right here, like Monday and Tuesday, so that they will squash a lot of drama. So like after this week, this week's kind of like, ooh, the drama intense, like to be continued and then tomorrow night and then they'll move on because there's 15 women still. Sure. So they're like, let's have a little fun in this stage. But again, as long as they still, and the feedback is that Joey, much like Gary in Golden Bachelor, he does a really good job of every woman he's with. He he connects with them so well that he makes he makes you feel like God. He has such a strong connection with this one too. Like mm-hmm. like he makes every woman feel so special and listened and heard. And um, I don't know. Like I I love seeing his interactions with the girls. Like it's uh, yeah. So I hope that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I I just want a little bit of drama, but then I want to move on. Like I'm ready to move on from Sydney and Maria. Um, but I know we're going to get that next week. I know it's yeah. going to get squashed. Yeah, I just like I said, I just don't want to drag out. And I think you're right. I think they're going to take two nights, wrap it up, move on, mm-hmm. be done with it. So I'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It was mm-hmm. other than the drama. It was a pretty. Um, I liked the I liked episode two a little bit more than three. Some of the the dates that they went on, they went on the wedding. This time it was a talent show. Yes. Uh, and then they did a one-on-one. Um, but it was really sweet. They brought some of the Golden Bachelor women back mm-hmm. for this. And I guess their their first letter of each name, they had an acronym now. I guess they have a like a So they, they actually thing. mentioned that on Golden Bachelor. Kathy brought that. She's like, We're we're asking. And if you're asking, we're telling. That's when Kathy right. said it was them. But 
Yeah, so they actually started that in the thing, but I don't know if you heard the you want to hear about drama. Apparently, April, the the A from Askin is not friends with them anymore. Really? Yes. April. So now they're just skin. <laughs> yeah, skin. Exactly. They're just skin. <laughs> they're skin. Uh wow. they won't go into detail like what happened there, but April is the uh, the three of them are fine, but April is like not friends with them anymore and now no. I'm trying to remember. Was she close to? Because she seemed the the be, the one out anyway. When like when she showed up with them, I'm like, I don't remember April being in that group of women. Closely. I know it's been the show, but I was always surprised that she was because she was the one that they tried to highlight more as a possible like not villain, but the sexual one who was right. just like that's all. She was just the sexual one that just you'd be like annoyed of, like okay, here's that one that's promiscuous or something. Right. Um, so I was kind of surprised she, she was in that group because like Susan, Nancy and, uh, Kathy just seemed like the, the fun kooks, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say. So, um, I don't know the details. They tried to ask, I listened to a podcast with Kathy where they tried to get, get it out of her. And she says, Hey, we're, we're older women. Just like, doesn't matter if you're age seven or 70, something's always going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. That's just not friends anymore. That kind of thing. So. Yeah. Just so, it was interesting. Yeah. So what was your overall thought of the talent show? Uh, maybe some of the girls that stood out and then his final choice of who he chose to win the talent show. I thought some of the girls had really strong talents. I actually thought Maria had a good talent. She did some good flips there. Um, oh, they, okay. I think it's funny because they highlight Edwina singing. And Joey's like, she sounds incredible. And I'm literally like, what? This is like cringe. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but that again, um, that shows his personality. And as a tennis pro, he's, he he maybe is like, man, I can't imagine getting up there and singing that. Right. Good, you know, so. So, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'm like you. I'm like, mm, OK, you must have better. Yeah, audio I watch than America. I'm, yeah, we watch some singing competitions. So, um, yeah, I thought. But I mean, all the women, of course, like. Some of these women probably don't have a talent, so they're struggling to come up with anything last minute on the spot. So I think all of them did well. I mean, Sydney's was by far the most cringe because they – and it could all be the way they was edited. They, like, had mm-hmm. her bloating about cheering. And, and you know, I have no doubt the way that they edited it, I feel like they, they edited her with, like, silence, you know? Like, I bet yes. people were totally nice and clapped for her and there was Absolutely. no crickets. Yeah. The way they had that. Um, but it wasn't like, it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, but obviously the, I mean, the person he gives it to is Lexi for the best kiss. But I don't know. I'll, I know. I think he picked it. I think he also picked that for her because she had a really great answer to that question about what she liked about Joey. And mm-hmm. she acknowledged the, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the the way he listens and is genuine and remembers little things and stuff like that. And I think he he appreciated that. Right. It wasn't all he's hot, he's got good eyes, he's got great biceps. She really, you can tell she has thought about, as a husband, what are some qualities that's going to lift her up and edify her? And so, yeah. But, you know, we didn't get to hear everybody else's answers. So, Maybe, maybe I'm sure, I mean, it was a great answer and I'm sure that had a lot more to do than, Hey, well, let's just kiss, even though it took her out of the comfort zone. Um, and, and you're right They They probably edited Sydney to be just, I mean, they've already kind of touted her sort of as a villain, yeah. a bit, 
That's so they're her. like, let's let's just put all the clips of her talking about how great it's going to be, and then show her do it, and then show uh, awkward, make it awkward. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I feel bad for her if that is the case, but at the same time, she, I don't know, I, I don't know. They're just they're they're doing a good job. They're good doing a they're- good job of making her irritating. I know, I know. Let's let's move on. Let's go to that because obviously the beginning of that drama starts at the group date. Uh, I mean, the group cocktail date mm-hmm. or whatever after that. So they have the talent show. I mean, I'm okay. So I'm okay with Lexi getting the win. Sure. She doesn't get the group date rose. She just gets the win. That's yeah. all. I'm down with that. Um, it's fine. Lexi seems sweet enough. She doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a problem. Um, but then all of a sudden, and here's where I don't fault Medea. Medina. 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 I don't Medina. She tries to have her time with Joey and she's genuinely just trying to talk to him about like whatever. But I guess he brings up the drama and was like, what's going on? And she ends up saying she was like, she just she she because he's pushing it. She says what happens. But she I give her a lot of respect for not saying Maria's name. She Me was too. like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to take away from our time. Don't feel comfortable. And then it gets brought, like, he brings up, like, bullying to the women. He's like, don't want that. And she's honest and tells Maria what happened. But she says, I didn't say your name. But then all of a sudden, Sydney's like, I feel bullied by you. I feel bullied by you. (laughs) And it feels like such an opportunity. Like, she's like, oh, we get to talk crap about Maria? Me, 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 me. Let's Mm -hmm. make this worse. I know. I know. And that that's. I think that's what bothered me, too, is... And even when you're doing that, it's triggered me. I'm, I'm getting angry again. <laughs> just, when you just did that, it just brought all that back. But yes, you're right. Medina elevated so high up on my list. She was already yeah. on my list, my top five. But oh. just the fact that if Joy hadn't mentioned it, she would never bring it up. No, it was, she wasn't. There was nothing she was going to do or use. And then the way when it was brought up, she still was classy about it. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. So yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, I think it again... It was something that just shone a bad light on everything. Yeah, yeah. I think just, and obviously, you know, um, Sydney will escalate it, but it was showing, and then she just kept creating drama. Like she was Mm -hmm. trying to make it worse. And Maria's like, what is going on? So again, we don't know what they're cutting out. There's, uh, to me, it's interesting. The producers are choosing to give Sydney the bad edit, but then like other girls are also defending Maria and saying Mm -hmm. she's not being a bully. I haven't seen her be a bully. I think Maria is a lot. She's very in your face, but it doesn't mean you're a bully with that. Yeah. That does not cut like that's a big word to use. So yeah. And, and and you kind of get the feeling that Maria has been through that on her side. So I yes. think it even hurt her more that people who have been bullied to be called a bully is just even more damaging. They're like, how in the world am I doing this? And she even keeps saying, like, give me, give me facts. Give me, tell yeah. me something in particular, and nobody uh-huh. will. And like you said, the fact that other girls are standing up for her in the mm-hmm. house kind of makes me think that Maria isn't doing everything that Sydney says. Right. It's just it's kind of weird. So I don't know. So um, obviously and then and then Sydney like is like, I'm leaving whoever, you know, like as if this is too much or this is toxic. It's like what I mean, what we're witnessing is nothing. You're creating the drama. So right. moving on and then we get to the one on one, which is with Jen, who. I like Jen. I think I like she's, Jen. she's cool. I think she's beautiful. They had a great date. I will say I didn't feel as strong as a connection as I thought I would with them. I think she'll go 
a little farther, but I don't think she'll be top four. That's yeah. Not from that date. That. Not from that date. That was more no. of a physical coming out of your element. Could we have fun on the weekend? Cause this is what mm-hmm. I like to do date. Right. Just, that's it was that's very, what I felt like. Yeah. I just, I can see some stronger connections with him, even from like one-on-one moments than a full date with her. So, yeah. but she's, she's great. I like her. I like her. Um, and then we move on to the next group date, which was, what do they do again? <laughs> I was hoping you would tell me. I literally was, oh, the pool. Was it the pool party? No, that was instead of the cocktail ceremony. And but did they do they, something before that? Because I literally, because I, was oh, Mr. It, was the tennis, it was the tennis the one, doubles. The tennis, the tennis. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So it was the tennis. And he gave the group date rose to, oh yeah, he gave it to that Caitlin girl, which I was really surprised because I don't see her going far at all. I know, I that was like kind that of a shocker. A, yeah, that was random. Yeah, the tennis thing was fun. It wasn't really too much to, to I mean, it was it was fun. It was a good, I, we saw a fun side to like people like Daisy with the baby mm-hmm. costume. The baby and, costume thing was just, they were having so much fun with that. And again, shows their personality. They were like, they would cry. They're like, babies yeah. don't need to drink anyway. We don't Yeah, we can't even drink. So it's okay. Like I thought that was cute. And I think, again, I think that that's, what's kind of good about these group dates is that's supposed to show a fun side and how they take it. So I get it. And, um, and all the women seem fun. So it was, it was definitely good. And he gave that group date to Caitlin. There was no drama there from what I remember. And uh, the drama then proceeds at the, Oh, well, we can't forget the wonderful product placement of KFC. Oh, that's right. The KFC. Oh my gosh. That's awesome to me. I would be in heaven. I actually would be. When, when Daisy's like, is this heaven? That would be me. I'd be like, give me those nuggets. Give me that mac and cheese, <laughs> those fries, all of it. It's yeah, that good. Was, I, I can't remember a more <laughs> obvious product placement in Bachelor history. That was just there, I, man. I don't know where KFC came from. I've never seen them be a sponsor, but know, I'm not mad new- at it. Must have a new marketing team that's trying to branch out to a new demo or something. But yeah, it's like it's interesting. Didn't make me want to eat it, but it was there. oh yeah, well, you don't eat fried chicken. You're weird like that. I don't. I mean, you're healthy like that. That's what I should say. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I eat their spicy chicken sandwiches if everybody oh, else yeah. wants to go. But you know, it's like I just I'm just not going to sit down with a bucket of chicken. That one just seems odd to me. Well, I wouldn't. I don't really like chicken with the bone that much. So. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I think I've yeah yeah the thing on the bone, but. Anyway, but yeah, it was fun. They had a good time uh, with that. And then they got ready for a pool party, which kind of just fell flat because of the drama. Because Sydney is an idiot who literally everyone's- hey, You're attacking up. her right now, okay? I know. Stop, stop clearly, attacking her. She's being attacked. Clearly, I'm attacking her. Clearly, I don't know what it is that I'm doing wrong. Nobody has any issue whatsoever. And then the thing that's frustrating is Medina and Maria are in a great place. Like, they're good. Yeah. Because Medina is mature and she doesn't, she's not trying to start drama. So they're fine. And then she goes out of nowhere. She's like, I need to tell Joey. He needs to know about Maria. I'm like, oh my gosh. It does make me wonder like what producer like paid her to do that. Cause it's just almost like at this point, cause I'm not seeing anything. I'm like, did someone just like slip you a hundred to do this? Like, cause you're, you know, you're not going to get Joey's heart. Right. Is she, is she a plant? Like they were like brought her on and said, look, here's what's going to happen. If you feel yeah. like you don't want to have a connection, let's use you somewhere else. And here's what, That's what but, she, but she's a great actress if she is, cause she yeah. does pull it off. 
She does. She does. I can't stand her. Um, she she goes there. She throws Maria under the bus for absolutely no reason. It sounds super fake. Like, I mean, for uh, from us, not to Joey. Mm-hmm. And Joey pulls Maria aside. But I did like how, like, when Maria defended himself after he was like, it's weird. After talking to Maria, I feel like I believe her more than Sydney. Like, you know, yeah. like he was like, she she sounds more authentic. And uh, obviously when this stuff happens, they cut the Sarah, the party short and people who people get screwed because they didn't get time to talk to him. And yeah. And then, uh, then, well, and then the big surprise is he saves Maria and Sydney for the end of the rose ceremony. He picks those two. And both of them. And Maria had, and Maria had a great point. That's what, and again, Maria says what she's thinking. And she said, there's no way you can like both of us. There's no way you can be into me and into her. You're going to have to make a choice. Yes. So, and the fact that he gave Maria the rose first and saved the one for Sydney to last, maybe kind of played his hand a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how it all shakes out next week. But um, that's yeah. definitely a producer tactic, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah, I agree. But other than that, in that I'm, I'm, I'll be glad to move through that. Um, I think both of them, Maria and Joey, kind of handled it. I think as they should have. So yeah, they're, they're all kind of. I think everybody's trying to squash the drama. They all yeah. Are, they don't. So. They don't want drama. They don't. But um, I do want to know your uh, your top four. Yeah, I was going to say in this last minute real quick, my top four, we didn't see a lot of her, but Daisy's still in my top four. Jen well, has moved uh, up there. Uh-huh. Uh, I was going to say, yes, right. yes, yeah. But I was going to say Daisy and um, Joey had a really sweet moment where she let him touch her cochlear oh, right. ear implant. And I loved how she said, I know what makes me different. He was like, no, not different, just special. <laughs> and I really right. almost teared up. It was so sweet. It was. So yeah, Daisy, Jen, Rachel, Medina, because how she handled the gossip, Kelsey A, Maria, and Rachel are still in there. So who real quick, who's your top four? I know I gave more than four. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, here are my top people. It'd be Daisy, Kelsey A, Rachel, Jen, and Lexi. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, Lexi's in there. I actually Maria Maria would probably be the next one if I had to yeah. pick. I right after this episode. Yeah, we'll see. I just Medina's cool. She, he's just not into her from what we've seen. Yeah, the only reason she was on my list is how she handled the, the gossip and the drama. But uh, I can't wait to get back and talk about it. And so we'll be breaking down all the Bachelor stuff all season, as well as what we're watching. And for everything Susan does, this chicksflicks.com. And you can check us out at theentertainmentanswer.com. And we'll be talking more about Maria next week. <laughs> <laughs>